You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode of Coleman Power and the Organic Fitness Podcast. I have my latest guest, Joanne Maloney, all the way from Westport, County Mayo. Okay, bring him back, Sam. She is a personal and business coach. And Joanne, I just want to say, let you say hello to the listeners. Hi, how's it going? Coleman, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely no problem at all. Glad to have you. I suppose, firstly, just to tell maybe the listeners where we first met, it was in the latest of the retreats we did down. We combined together with yoga, fitness, I suppose a bit of personal and business coaching in between, and nutrition and health. And overall, that's, I suppose, what this podcast is a little bit about as well. It's about overall health. And that's why I brought you on to discuss, and as well as that, we mentioned the likes of the retreat that's coming up in the coming weeks. There's two of them. There's one in the bank holiday, August weekend, and following that, there's one in September as well. Yeah, so looking forward. Oh, we had such a great fun, didn't we? It was amazing. What an overall amazing end of like fitness and health and nutrition and personal development. And I mean, it was just mind blowing. I think everybody left like so fulfilled and glowing, happy from the inside out. Totally. And that's what it's about. It's about the balance of all areas of health. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people sometimes judge it on just a numbers on a scale but it's about, I suppose, fulfilling those other areas, friendships, which people definitely most certainly made on the likes of that retreat. But even before we get into many more or too much more detail on that just yet, I want you to tell, I suppose, the listeners a bit about what you do and I suppose a little bit about your background as we get into there. The elevator pitch. Sure, sure. So I suppose I, I first um, became interested in personal development when um my mum passed away my mum and my best friend passed away back in 2005 and 2006 uh, both to cancer uh, within a year of each other and um I started looking at counseling and psychotherapy and ended up doing a course in that um and from then on really I suppose I have been looking at different avenues and looking at philosophy and psychology and uh spirituality in a big way and then ultimately coaching um, all the time I was working, I was working in commercial printing. I left that 10 years ago, um, started working, doing events, small scale events at, at first, larger scale events, um, like the Quirk Summer Show. You'd probably be familiar with that, organizing the likes of that. And, um, and then went back to college and got my coaching qualification. Being honest, I thought it was going to be a longer game because the events were going really well and then sure COVID happened and we have no choice but to go full on into coaching. So, so far so good, it's great. But the thing is, fate is a, something that I would be a firm believer in and maybe otherwise we wouldn't actually met, Joe. Uh, there you go, absolutely. There's a reason for everything, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, we have, um, I suppose everybody that we cross paths with, you know, is important. There's a an important meeting point or turning point or whatever in the journey and every experience that we have, we learn something from it, you know? So uh, it's brilliant, it's fantastic. And I think if you look at, at every interaction and every person as you meet as a signpost along your own personal journey, you're, um, you just don't know where you're going to end up 
you know, and I had no idea I was going to end up in Skull meeting you. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, it was a pleasure. This is the start of like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a beautiful relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right. I want to touch on a couple of points here. So when, Joanne, when you're taking on clients, I suppose, what's one of the first things that you look into and the questions that you ask them? And even before, I suppose, this, uh, we press record on this podcast, there were a couple of asking or trying to diagnose myself there. And is that something that you ask typically on how is the individual or what their relationships like or how is work or what way do you approach individuals, whether they be male or female? Yeah, um, every individual is different, you know. So some people will come with a specific issue in mind. You know, it's like, okay, I need to get out of the job that I'm in or... Um, I want to start my own business or I'm just in unhappy in general or whatever, you know, and um, like I would always do a discovery call first to make sure that we're a good fit, because if you don't have like a good connection with somebody, the process can take an awful lot longer, you know, so I think it's really important for a client to feel like that they can trust the coach um, and have a good connection with them. You know, I'm sure you find that with your with your clients as well, that if you connect well that the results are much quicker and much better. And, you know, there's an overall sense of like achievement or fulfillment and happiness that goes with it, you know? So we'd do a call, generally it'd take about a half an hour. That's a free discovery call. See if we're a good fit for each other. If I feel that I can help them and they feel that they're comfortable with me. Um, and then we'll, we'll take it from there. So generally, if people are like overall un unhappy or unfulfilled, We'd look at the big picture and then if it's something that's more specific we'll take a deep dive into that so it really depends on on the client and what the client is looking for you know interesting so i suppose being an honest man and an honest individual if you were to take me on as a client what were the questions you might ask me and i'll ask i'll answer them i suppose honestly and i hadn't previously planned on this but this is just impromptu what were the questions <laughs> you would ask me and i will answer Do them you really honestly. want to go there I'll, I'll go there and this could make for a really good podcast because I'm the kind of fella who's black and white and I don't have any secrets I'm a major believer in goal setting and you can ask me any question about past relationships past work experiences and or life um, past and presence of both positive and negative uh, scenarios that I have come into so you can hit me up and this this could be a winner okay okay well let me see okay so where where are you at with your overall life i mean where are you completely fulfilled where are you feeling unfulfilled um is there any aspect of your life that you'd like to change for argument's sake uh very good question and the fact is i suppose i would rate my life in maybe different areas such as health such as my income source and fulfillment so my health would be quite high personally i would rate it maybe nine out of ten my wealth is um uh, substantial for my living within my means I'd rate it about an eight I suppose then my relationships would be quite low down just due to the fact that I spend a lot of time working and it's not that I don't enjoy work it's just that's what it takes up and right now I'm quite focused and driven on providing value and trying to help as many people as I can whether fitness and being positive and supplying showing people how to grow a little bit of their own and that would suppose be the area that I would like to improve and Maybe sometimes I might have to have an, uh, at this moment, just that I'm just hitting, heading for 31. I might have a, a small imbalance, but sometimes you have to have imbalances in my personal opinion to get, I suppose, balances long-term because life is kind of a long-term game. And that's the way I play it because too many people play it short, short game. And as a result of that, they're looking for quick results. And that's the way I kind of work in my own head. 
Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I suppose I would be much more of along the lines of like life is happening right now, you know, and I've seen too many people playing the long game and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I would be more inclined to be asking, like, what are you avoiding? What am I avoiding? Right, this is, I suppose, an honest question, uh, a very good question, and I'll answer as honestly as I possibly can. I haven't been in a serious relationship for a number of years just due to the fact that, as I said, work and progressing in, I suppose, business has been my main priority. I was in a relationship in my early 20s and it just didn't work out for several reasons. And I left the country, uh, not because of the relationship, but more so that I wanted to do a bit of traveling and the other individual wasn't uh, in a situation to travel just due to work commitments. I left the country and ended up coming back and got, I suppose, hurt in, a, in that current relationship. Then that, that was something that I suppose that left, I suppose, a scar or a wound that may, may have what never really properly healed in on top of that then there was one other scenario where I went to visit someone in a, in a different country left the country and visited them in uh, England at the time and long story short uh, the fact is that they ended up on the same night coming home with somebody else that was uh, not me and lived in the same house and I had to come back on my own that's as honest as a straight up as a man can tell you straight uh, his past relationships and following that then it was the fact that I knew what happens in relationships that was two past major my most serious relationships I went in and followed uh, that off the back of deciding that relationships are difficult and well I was put I would have put in 100% in both those scenarios the fact is when you put in 100% in a relationship it's only 50% of the overall total of effort that needs to be put in but in a business in the likes of your training your foods that you consume you have 100% control of them because if you put I put in 100% of that I know exactly what I'm going to get back out of it and suppose that's why I excel on the likes of growing and fitness and foods because I know how to do those and do them very well. I put in 10 out of 10, I get that back. Relationships, not so much. Okay, but like you're, you're telling yourself a story that relationships are difficult and that relationships are hard because you've had two bad experiences rather than telling yourself a story that relationships shouldn't be hard, or shouldn't be difficult. Do you know what I mean? You know, and it's the past wounding that is preventing you from moving possibly into another relationship i mean what what would a relationship bring you that your aubergines aren't <laughs> oh what a what a emoji <laughs> to you <laughs> very funny this is classic um what would a relationship bring me uh, i i suppose would believe that i right now i don't necessarily need somebody else just to fulfill me because I don't feel that I'm half I'm extremely happy in my lifestyle and my overall health is just something that uh, I would put my finger on the fact that I'm going to live for uh, until I'm at least 100 the way I'm eating right now anyway and training the fact that do you know what I mean I don't feel a need to rush into a relationship and or anything for that matter I always either whether it be business or it be life uh, opportunities I don't rush into anything I write things down I'm a big firm believer in goal boards and journaling is something that I do on a regular basis and listening to people and their past experiences and their knowledge from people that I do trust like know and trust and then in on top of that I 
just don't want to rush into anything and I don't feel the need to either get with someone for a, a short period of time just due to the fact that uh, a lot of people are the same age as me and they're having children and they think that it's going to make them happier or they get engaged or they get married and that I suppose necessarily isn't them going in the right direction and I just don't want to fall into maybe the same trap as somebody else and I suppose that would be my answer to that one. And you're completely right. I mean, we should be looking for fulfillment in anybody else or somebody else to fulfill us, you know, but um, I think that there's probably something in this and I'm speaking like directly to you about the wounding of the past that probably needs to be like dealt with at some point, you know, because if you don't, you're going to bring it forward. And at the moment, you're bringing it forward and not um, participating or engaging in the possibility of another relationship you just have like a block up right and a block in one area of your life is going to create a block in another area of your life you know so if you look at it like energetically or whatever you know like abundance the flow of abundance the flow of creativity the flow of love you know all of that um it it really should be more balanced interesting so does that mean overall that like you talk about overall yeah. optimal health yeah, that's that's a very good point. So you, uh, would you lean towards that fitness would have to come down, or can there be, I suppose, a bringing up without a reduction in other areas of uh, your life, such as uh, if I put it into the oh, core? Absolutely, area. absolutely. I mean, listen, you could find somebody that like you want to get fit with, you know, and <laughs> that you can still have a giggle with and enjoy your dinner, cook together, whatever. You know what I mean? But it is about that like sense of connection. And that sense of, I suppose, um, intimacy rather than avoiding it. Um, all of those things, you know, I mean, it, it, it is the flow. It is the flow of energy between two people. Very interesting. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. And I suppose then what would your next recommendation be or questions towards someone that, such as myself, be, what would you ask me next? What happens here? <laughs> Do I write things down? Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose, like, yeah, I'd probably work with you a little bit around the mindset about um, about relationships and maybe take it a step a step back and say, see, where did that originate? You know, where has the pattern started? Um, things like that. Probably do a little bit more of a deep dive. I'm not going to do that here right now with you, but I'm going to do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm not letting you away with that one. <laughs> um, and just do some work around that, you know, and and look to see, you know, if if the balance can be equaled out a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because, like I said, it's it's about the flow and creativity, sexuality, abundance. It's all part of the same flow. You know, so by blocking off an area of your life, effectively, like you could be blocking off an area of your financial flow, if you're blocking off an area of your creativity, you know, one thing impacts the other, like, you know, like that, you're not going to get a six pack by just going to the gym, you have to take your nutrition into account as well. Yeah, so very... one thing always impacts on the other. Yeah. And, and then I suppose then you are influenced by, I suppose, the people you surround. And this is probably touching on even a separate point of where the work ethic came from. And I can only 
tell you, I suppose, my past experiences, I have a mother and father who were psychiatric nurses and they would have worked in my eyes extremely hard, both doing a tough and difficult job and then coming home to uh, three kids. So I have a younger brother and I have an older sister. I'm the middle man. And for every uh, minute or second that they were home, they were providing us with food. They were cooking meals, as most good parents do. And on top of, they were doing the general, there was... Uh, certain garden tasks that had to be done and my father was someone I suppose that's where I got the green fingers who did a bit of growing had a small bit of um Great. apple trees and stuff outside but that's where I picked I didn't lick it up off the floor as they say like I just remember the fact that when he came home it was literally throughout dinner to us eat the dinner then it was outside why because there's jobs that had to be done and then that I suppose pick I, I used that, that then as an example of that's what had to be done and I'm not saying that, that that was the right thing to do or it's just that I, I picked up those traits my father and, and that's that's mm-hmm. inevitably you are the average of the people you hang around with and I had a high percentage of my life living at home I stayed uh, I went to college in WIT Waterford and would have been influenced I suppose by uh, their their parenting and that was that was the role that they gave us to literally help out at home and I suppose it gave me a firm uh, hold on discipline and in on top of that work ethic which definitely has served me to date in setting up several different I suppose avenues whether in business and in during life skills and and that would be supposed to be something I would be open to tell you absolutely absolutely I mean listen our childhood shapes us who shapes who we are right for for good or for bad do you know and that's that's the reality of it our upbringing creates like I start in life. Um, and I think that a lot of people get stuck on the part or the fact that it's like, oh, well, you know, I didn't get a good, I didn't have the right start or, you know, I didn't, my parents didn't have a good relationship or I had, um, there was only like my mom around, my dad wasn't around or whatever, you know. Um, but the, the thing about it is, is that you can choose differently. You know, you have like a really, really great work ethic. And that's fantastic, absolutely brilliant. I grew up, my dad's an entrepreneur, so I grew up in that in that as well. You know, but I think that we have believed, um, and this is part of, of our upbringing probably, is that like, you need to work hard um, in order to be successful rather than working smart, you know, um, and having more time, like so, like I would have worked hard. I would have worked hard to like burn out on numerous occasions. And like, that's not the answer either, you know? So now it's like, it's more about balance in everything across the board, you know? Um, and I regularly do an audit and say, right, okay, where am I out of whack? Where am I out of balance? Okay. And yeah, it could be relationships. It could be, it could be my diet. I recently did, um, Cara's nutrition course and it was like oh my god I thought I was great until I did that (laughs) you know but it's it's really good to become really 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 self-aware and and do the audits regularly on yourself because we're so used to doing them on other people and working with other people and being able to spot this in other people but it's really really important for us to do it on ourselves as well you know so say for me doing that with Cara was like wow okay amazing I will start training with you, even though I know you're going to like kick my ass. <laughs> I look after you. I will do it. I will do it. I promise you. Okay. And, um, and then obviously I have my own coach and mentors and all of that too, you know? So you do need 
and sometimes an, um, an outside objective and just to to keep you on track or to I suppose point out the blind spots you know do and maybe you just have a look at it from a different perspective goal boards or what do you recommend to people to set out I suppose their their overall aims or achievements in whether it be a yeah I mean I would have in the past I would have been a big fan of writing out lists of goals and you know all of that kind of thing I'm steering much more towards like visualization and vision boards and stuff um now because I think that it again it's the creativity right so it's the flow of creativity um when you're it activates your subconscious mind imagery activates your subconscious mind so it's very easy to to imagine like say for me um like retreats for argument's sake so retreats were on my vision board for like years you know and with one thing and another my own business doing events my marriage breaking down like a whole lot of like chaos and conflict and drama and all the rest of it um that i had to pull myself out of uh, um, and my rock bottom was like four years ago so yeah there's been a rebuilding process in that but we're now at the point of like doing the retreats you know um and I suppose I've done an awful lot of the personal development work to get to that point, as well as the training and coaching and all the rest of it, as well as the events, you know, so it, like all roads lead to Rome, really, don't they? Certainly. Yeah, I'd be a firm believer in that, too. Mm -mm -mm. So, yeah, a lot of the visualization, um, there's a lot of stuff there that I still want to will achieve not that i want to i know it's going to happen you know i mean time is an illusion we have no control over that um i know you might have control over your crops and stuff like that but in the in reality we have no control over time and um life's happening right now so enjoy it for what it is would you I suppose lean towards getting people to listen to motivational speeches and or to uh, push them down the lines of someone that you have I suppose would respect and yeah absolutely it really depends everybody like I said everybody's on an individual journey everybody's at different stages of their journey um some are only like starting off some are starting off again you know um lots of people are especially after covid going oh my god I didn't realize how much my life was like unfulfilling or how unhappy I was in my job until I had to stay at home I didn't realize how unhappy I was in my marriage just didn't realize you know how unfulfilled that I was in general or unhealthy or whatever it is you know um, I think COVID has given us a massive time out um, there's a massive time for resetting and reflecting and and saying okay can I do this differently can I do this better and I mean the thing about it is it's it's about becoming better than the person that you were yesterday, not about becoming better than the person that's like, I don't know, your competition or any of that. I mean, you don't have any. The only competition is you, you know, so become the best version that you can that you can be for you. Yeah, comparison syndrome is something that happens on a regular basis from social media. Uh, there's both major positives to it, but also can cause issues, I suppose, with people that look on a constant basis to compare themselves to other people. And I would have done it in the past. And a lot of, I suppose, people think that men don't have that 
coming at them. But in abundance, there's, I suppose, that pressure from uh, other individuals to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to have your hair and your body looking in such a, a manner. And I suppose the exact same way for both men and women. And that's... Um, oh, completely. Completely. And I mean, I see it, I even see it within our own business, within the coaching sphere, you know, and, and coaches saying, oh, well, I wonder what she's doing and this, that and the other. And to be honest, I don't look at what other coaches are doing. Um, and I don't mean that, that I'm being short sighted in, in any of that. I just think that I'm. I know who I am um, and I'm doing me right and the right people are going to gravitate, you know, um, I'm not out there selling anything you know but if if i say something that will resonate with somebody then that's great um and yeah i do i see it a lot but i tend to unfollow and i tend to tell people to unfollow anything that's like you know that isn't really adding to their growth i mean i don't do the news i don't watch tv um i listen to motivational and um, inspirational stuff um I have my own self-care routine. I know when I go out of whack, you know, I mean, it's like, like yourself, I get up early in the morning. I'm at the beach every morning. It's good for my health. It's good for my physical health. It's good for my mental health. Uh, it's good for my dog. Um, I do gratitude. I do visualization. I do meditation. Like my self-care routine is, takes up like quite a, a portion of my day, but it's important because we've only got one body as such and that's made up of the four different elements of physical mental emotional and spiritual health so you can't tend to just one area it's not just about your fitness or it's not just about your diet or it's not just about um, your mindset you know you're not a brain walking around with a pair of legs you've got a whole other body you've got emotions you know and it's important to keep all of these things in in um in optimal performance you know so that you've got a an overall healthy balance going on you know yeah that, that's well said and i would have seen similar posts that you have put up about that stop comparing yourself to other people do you and don't really, no one does you better than anybody else and what idea of is taking time for you is massively important and we live in a, a world that literally is non-stop being information overload or knowledge lacking a lot of people know what to do but they're not putting it into practice there's loads of people out there with beneficial information but the thing is you have to put it into practice put your money where your mouth is either i suppose get help from either myself in relation to your fitness your personal development uh coaching but also something that people will gain value from and that's it you have to suppose reach out to the people who can help you and i, I do believe that with these retreats that we're currently doing in the in the coming months that that's exactly what people should do they should, if they're looking to improve on uh, their overall health which it is it's literally the four pillars of health you have nutrition you have person development it's very very and that's why we put it together the fact of it is it's so circular and it's important mm -hmm. and you know more about that than i would about that wheel of life yeah yeah absolutely and i mean i think that that's the really important thing that the four of us are bringing to the table um, in that, you know, you've got the physical health, you've got the emotional health, you've got the mental health, um, and you've got the spiritual health as well. And I mean, you know, spirituality can scare some people, you know, but it doesn't have to be spirituality. It doesn't have to be religion. Um, it's just a connection to something that is like, I suppose, greater than yourself, 
you know, um, like your higher self or source or whatever you want to call it, do you know, um, but that you've got a purpose and that you're working towards a purpose. I mean, like most, oh, a lot of people are walking around aimlessly and they, they don't feel like that they have a purpose or that they know that they have a purpose greater than what they're doing, but they don't know how to tap into it. Um, so it's important to get to know who you are on the inside and get to know your behaviors and get to know um, why you do the things that you do or why you avoid the things that you do. Um, not looking at anybody in particular. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and get to get to know yourself because then you can make better choices. You can choose better. Get to know what your values, get to know where what your core beliefs are, get to know why you believe what you believe. In most cases, like our beliefs have been passed down by our families, by our teachers, by environment, by your friends, whatever, you know, but who are you really? Who are you at the core? You know, and that's what I suppose I've had to do on numerous occasions throughout my life where I've had to reevaluate my whole life and then take it in, in a direction that is more suitable for, for who I actually am at, at my core. I think that's a, a good enough, uh, we'll call it a, an absolute perfect place to end this uh, week's podcast. Uh, who are you and who are you at the core, even more so to the point? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> before we even wrap up, I just want you to tell the listeners where's the best place for them to get in contact with yourself, Joe, just if they're looking for, I suppose, overall personal development, coaching and or maybe mention the likes of the events that you're doing in the coming months or weeks ahead. Yeah, sure. So um, my website is joanmaloney.com. Um, I'm across Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, so reach out to me on any of those. Like I said, I do offer a free discovery call. It take about, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, just to see if we, if we vibe well, if we're a good fit for each other. And if I feel that I can help you and, um, and we take it from there, you know, so either we can take sessions, um, session by session or do a package. Honestly, it's down to the individuals um if you wanted like a, an overall taster of what optimal health looks like feels like um absolutely come along and join us at one of our at our, one of our retreats that are coming up and those details are on my website as well so that's joamaloney.com there you go that's the bank holiday weekend and then in september month it is the 24th that is about the third weekend 24th yeah 24th I won't forget that one because that's my birthday what are the chances of that Oh my God, really? My birthday is in September as well, so we'll have to celebrate. Oh, we certainly will, no doubt. <laughs> organic fitness. Excellent. <laughs> organic fitness, yeah, we might get some organic, uh, non-alcoholic wine for that one. <laughs> we, can, we can share. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on, and I always end these podcasts by saying, uh, stay, listen. stay classy and keep it organic. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Later.